Hello, y'all. I just wanted to introduce my dear friend Barbara, who I'll be interviewing in today's episode. I will include her website at the bottom so that you can check her out for yourselves. She is very special to me. She is someone that I met at a time I was in transition in her promise circle and her impact on me lasted and is affecting me even to this day. She is living proof that God will never leave you hanging or without instruction or without showing you that he hears you and he's there for you. He will always send someone or something to get a message to you. So continue listening to hear how God put us in each other's lives to help influence our purpose for the kingdom. So without further ado, let's get right into the interview. And here is Barbara. Barbara? Hello. Hi. My life is a whirlwind right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All the things happening at once. Yes, 100%. But this is important. So I'm like, I have to make time for this. I have to be on my podcast. We're here. We are here. Oh my God. One, please introduce yourself to everybody. Let them know what you do. Let's talk about your family, your ministry, your business. Yeah. My name is Barbara and I am a freelance copywriter. And I know that you and I have talked before. This is a second, maybe even third career for me. I was a teacher for almost 12 years. I taught fifth grade for most of that time. And then I went on to teach high school English. And in 2021, I was done. So (laughs) I left. The Zoom did me in. We were like fully virtual. And I had so much anxiety with it. But I also just felt like spiritually God was calling me out. And I had Mm. no idea what he was calling me to, but I was just done. And so left that in 2021. And I, at the time, had a gifting business, which honestly, I didn't really feel there was a bigger vision for that, but I, I was committed to it. And I thought, okay, well, this is all I have. I'm going to do something with it now that I'm leaving my full-time career. So I realized pretty quickly though, that that wasn't the thing that I was going to make big or grow into anything really significant. And just, I do a lot of networking. I'm always in some kind of workshop or coaching program, you name it. I'm always in something with other people because I think that's just such an important part of my growth is being with others who also are really invested in their own development. And so I ended up meeting somebody in one of those groups and she was a life coach and she turned me on to life coaching. Education was my background. I thought I love to teach and I also love to encourage people. So those kind of meshed together and I decided to get certified as a life coach. Yes. So then I was building that slowly but surely and about six or so months into it, I was like thinking, I don't want the pressure of having to find all my clients right away. It's going to take some time. So I decided to do writing because that's another passion and gift of mine. That's a talent. Yes. And so I I don't know if you want to tell the story of how we met. I think it's so divine. The reason like was revealed, like literally as we connected and talked, because whenever I had met you, I was in transition myself. And I want you to tell it because I know how I feel about it, but I've never heard you. It's so crazy. Okay. I'll tell it. Give me the mic. I'll tell it. Come on. Okay. So I decided to try my hand at writing for income. I thought I could totally do this. Let me 
go on this platform that I've heard Upwork. You know, we all know the name of Upwork, I think. I go on there and I'm trying my hand at writing and I have a lot of success with it pretty quickly. You had posted and I loved your job posting. I loved all the details. I just connected with it. So I applied for it. And then sometime after you wrote back and you messaged me back and you were shared with me that you had checked out my stuff. Yes. And so that was our connection. And we, and then you came back. It was probably a month later because remember it was like incessant on my heart. Not that I was saying no, but like mm-hmm. I kept thinking of us connecting. I was like, wow, this is literally a good connection for me to have. Let me just put it to the side because I actually didn't even hire for that job, holding back on my book or whatever. So I was just like, all right, I'll just do it later type thing. And I just <laughs> put it down and was like, all right. And then it just would not let up. It was just like, just reach out to this woman. It's the craziest it, thing. I felt crazy. I felt like she's going to be like, you're crazy. <laughs> so, Well, when I went to your website, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful and perfect. I mean, you had all the, I felt like you had all the components of everything, like mentally, physically, spiritually, and I'm, I'm a sucker for Jesus. So anybody, any coaching or any community that has that as a foundation, I'm instantly like just sold. And so you put it all together so beautifully. So when you reached back out the second time, I, you did that when I was in your area, which is so crazy right before I went, because I'm in Southern California and you're in Georgia. So before I went, you came to my mind and we hadn't spoken since the very first time, right? Oh my God. And then we connected and it was too freezing. We were just like, let's just stay cozy in our rooms and we'll have FaceTime. (laughs) So down for the virtual coffee chat anytime. Yes. A whole body anyway. It sounded good, but at the time it was like, yeah, let's be cozy. <laughs> like Atlanta traffic and the weather. No, it was, it worked perfect. But yeah, that's our story. It was, it's a crazy, it's God. It's God. It's God, because it was probably two weeks. It was a solid two weeks that it was like, just reach out to her. And I'm like, all right, Lord, why though? What am I going to say? This is a strange <laughs> You're gonna be like, oh, I've been on your mind. Where have you been thinking about me? Interesting, you know? And so I would like pull up the pod and listen. Every time I would listen to more, I'm just like, I stand this woman. Like she's literally doing what I want to do. Cause mind you, I didn't have my podcast then. Right. So I'm just like, oh my God, like this is literally what I want to be doing. She And now you are. Like it's crazy. Oh my God. That's what I mean by I was in such a transition. And you have no idea what our conversation did for me. Oh, wow. Like that night after we got off the phone, I just felt so much more confident in in what I had because Mm -hmm. I was still sort of growing the community by myself. So I understand the direction. I understand what we're about. I understand this is my purpose. Okay, so now what do I do with all of this? Yeah. And so it was a lot. It was overwhelming. The whole imposter syndrome thing. All these girls are listening to me. Who am I? You know? And our conversation, you just talked about my website, kind of how you just did now. And you're like, this is effective. Like, this is mm-hmm. a good idea. Like, this is going to help people. And I don't know, just everything you said was perfect. Oh. Then from there, I was like, yo, I, I got, got this. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from there, I was like, yo, I can really do this thing. Like, Isn't that I- crazy how you doubt yourself? But it's all there. Oh, my God. I was- 
I'm still kind of just like, it's kind of one of those things where you just like wake up and you're like, oh, I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to believe, but okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely doing this. Now. I'm in it. Yeah. And it, it's just, I guess God knew exactly what I needed to hear in that time. Cause I'm not saying I was going to quit, but I was falling back because I was like, I don't think I'm even qualified to do these things. So I'm going to just figure this thing out and I'll lay low. And so we now have like 150 girls on our email list. That is amazing. We've got about a quarter of that are really active members in our group chat, in our prayer calls that we do every month now. Um, I just hired an assistant because the day-to-day was getting overwhelming. And of course, I still work in critical care. I actually had two girls step up and they're helping me with, I began an outreach team. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also began figuring out how to do exclusive content health and wellness wise to have resources for women. So we're reaching out to people to become part of our database and partner with us to help (laughs) women in whatever way they can. Right. So it's a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) From literally that time in my life was critical. And like, I really honestly don't know where that encouragement would have came from if it didn't come from you. So, thank God, you. God knows, you know, who to bring in your life and put in front of you and, and just speak, speak into you. And so, yes, like Barbara from California, please stalk her until <laughs> you have the courage to reach out to Well, I just think like that's always the enemy, right? Getting really loud and, and in your head about you not being capable or able or having what you need to keep pushing through. He wants to convince us of that. So the louder that voice, the louder we have to fight back. And yeah. Oh my God. And you did. And you're winning. I'm really trying, girl. I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm not stressed out. I feel empowered to do it. I love doing it. It is exhausting, but like whenever well, something yeah. passionate about, you can do it tired because you want to do it. It's I love to do yeah. it. But it's so funny that you said you felt like you had to move when you were talking about going from right. to doing what you're doing now. And I'm kind of in that space with respiratory. So I've mm-hmm. fallen way back since we last spoke. And I only do one or two days a week now because oh, nice. of And so I love critical care. I love doing emergencies, but I don't think that I'm graced for it any longer. Mm-hmm. Losing people in the rate that we do is affecting me in a way that it yeah. hasn't affected me before. And, and I don't understand why I'm so uncomfortable. I'm, I've been doing this eight years. And just this year, I've been like, all right, Lord, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. This is three is in. This is my livelihood. This is where my income comes from. And I don't dread going, but it's hard now. I have to muster up the energy to do what I used to be able to do easily. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels kind of like the Elijah thing where the Brook of Cherith dried up after the ravens gave him food and stuff. God's like, all right, now it's time to move. Your Mm -hmm. vision is ending here. And now I'm taking you here. And it's feeling very much like that. So can you please walk me through how you felt like it was time to move yeah so I did actually dread going to work every day and part of that year I remember was virtual 100% because we were still on lockdown yes and I think just for me the zoom just truly gave me so much anxiety because students I had 40 students in each class and nobody was turning on their camera so I was talking to a completely silent black screen 
And I felt so exposed and vulnerable. I'm not with this. I'm not with this. I just started to disconnect and more and more each day. And I was praying so hard, like, God, these are students. These are young, impressionable people. Like, I do not want to show up in this energy that I'm feeling like borderline tears every morning before I start work. Uh, And so I just prayed and prayed and prayed. And I practically begged, show me, show, yeah, like lead me, you lead and I will follow, but take me out of here. And I remember the thing that really changed it all because I was looking and listening so hard for any signs. So anytime I would read something, there's so many places where we get these signs from God, just like our own, you know, the conversation that you and I had that day. It's like through other people or through a podcast or through the Bible that day or devotional or whatever it may be, he speaks to us in so many different ways. And so I had been reading into everything and I'm like, oh my God, okay, here's another sign that I'm supposed to leave. Because I also struggled with that. Thankfully, I am married and I don't have to worry or stress about the bills getting paid like most people do. Right. And so I'm very fortunate for that. But at the same time, I didn't want to take that income away from my family either and that stability. So I just felt like, God, you have to show me something else. And so I had a coffee date with a friend and I was sharing all of this with her. And I remember telling her, like, I don't know what what I'm supposed to do. I'm praying. I'm waiting to hear from God. And she's like, well, where's the faith in all that? Wow. And it really hit me differently. I hadn't heard that. And I'm like, oh, that is so true. Like if I feel as bad as I do for this long, because at that point it had been almost a full year, the school year. If I feel like this for this long, And I am so faithful every day. I try my best. I stay in the word daily. I stay in prayer daily, like constantly throughout the day and night. Yeah, like it never stops. Right. I do my best to stay connected to God and surrender to him. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing all that and I'm feeling like this for this long and he doesn't want me feeling like right. that. Right. Exactly. Like, that's not coming from him. So no. yes, it's okay. He wants me to leave. That is his sign. Wow. And so I just made the decision and it's been, gosh, it's almost two years now. Wow. I'm finding my way. Like I, I decided not to pursue the life coaching after all, even though I got certified and started promoting my business and, and working on it. But as soon as I found my passion for copywriting or writing, yes, I made a decision to go all in with that because not okay. only did I love it, but I was having success with it. And like all the things together just showed me that it was for me. Wow. And so now I get to use that in so many different ways. And it's a blessing to me and to others because words are powerful. They are. They are. Kind of like how you're reading me right now in my situation. I feel very exposed and vulnerable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I literally just told you how I'm feeling about my job. (laughs) And it's so funny because the last two podcast episodes I did were on faith. And it's like, okay, Lord, I keep getting these words of faith to strengthen our faith. And this is profound. But so the podcast that I posted this recent one was God is going to move at the measure of your faith. Like I said, that Mm -hmm. the end. And it was like, so if you've been praying for something for a really long time, you're not waiting on God. God is just waiting for your faith to match so he can move 
because mm-hmm. fate but attracts him. Like the woman that grabbed the hem of his garment. It doesn't say that he's like, hey, right. come grab my hem. She's like, no, nah, I want this, Lord. If I touch your hem, then I'm going to be healed. And she was. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that might have been my word and not just for the podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, Barbara, you know, I really enjoy being wrecked every time we talk. It's very exhausting being your friend, but I am <laughs> here for it because every time I talk to you, I'm in huge transition. Oh, my God. It seems like like last time. OK, I'm I literally have a I had a few girls, you know, coming and all that. But now it's it's multiplied. And also now I'm like, OK, so do I need to be doing respiratory? Should I be doing this full time? What should mm, I? Yeah, I you're in that like- transitional mode. Okay, you're right. showing up. You're showing up and you're you are making that impact for sure. No doubt. I'm glad everyone's getting to witness this revelation in my life publicly. <laughs> it's I just like it's the way that this makes me feel that I'm not getting from work. So I think that also makes it harder to go because oh, yeah. like I feel fulfilled when I do this. Oh, you know? yeah happy I feel like I'm doing what God wants me to do and when I'm at work of course I'm I'm physically saving lives because we're helping right. we're all as a team bringing people back to life literally but it's like it doesn't feel like that's my vein anymore it, it doesn't feel like that's the way I'm supposed to be serving yeah and that's okay it's however God chooses to use you and that could change 10 more times Lord Jesus <laughs> walk is just something else it is it really is I love how you said that you were looking for signs in everything because I do that. Yeah. I am like, okay, let me listen to this podcast someone sent me. Maybe the answer isn't here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. You never know because that's how he talks to you. It's like you're going to, he is going to talk to you and you have to expect it from him. And yeah. then once he actually does talk to you, like, wow, that was for me. Yeah. So I do feel like because of what you said, I'm kind of where you were in that space where you're like, every day I'm just like, all right, Lord, like, are we doing this? What do you want me to do? I'm surrendered to your will. I feel like this is in your will. And I just have to trust that you will provide for me, you know? Yes. So yeah, total trust. Yeah. And it's not easy. It's, <sighs> you know, even still, I have periods of, even though I know what I'm doing, I'm still not where my ultimate goal is. It's- and so it's a timing thing and I'm always surrendering to his time and to his will and to his way. And I just try to be obedient where I am, but it's a daily surrender. Yeah. And a willingness to just go wherever he leads, no matter how windy that road or where it might take you, you just go along because you know, you're always doing your best to stay in his will. So wherever he's leading you, that's where you go. That's so good like surrender surrender is definitely key and then it's like you're tested in surrender by doing these things because it's like do you trust I'll provide or not right I mean it's kind of black and white it is I just said that to my son yeah it's black and white we, we gray out things as humans oh yeah and it's like okay so maybe this or maybe God is a definite God like yes or no so in what capacity was writing for you before you actually did copywriting? I'm just curious to know. I mean, I've always, I think they had a gift for it. I'm the one people would come to and ask me to proofread a cover letter or write something for them. And that's a friends and family. Yeah. yeah. But I never, ever thought of writing for a career. Like I never, ever considered that. And okay. I'm a big journaler. I'm an obsessed mm-hmm. journaler. I have a thousand 
notebooks and I've always journaled. That's always been something I do. Not every day, but I record a lot of things. I'm always so inspired. And so I take a lot of notes. Ah. So that was like the whole scope of my experience with writing. But when I tried it on a platform as a job, as a career, and, and so now like I do blogs, that's my main thing. I do a lot of blogs and for people in the space of personal development, because that's yeah. what I, that's what I know. Right. That's what I can write best on. So I wish I had more opportunities to write about faith stuff, but I haven't run into any opportunities for that. Coming. It's coming. <laughs> you just wait. Okay. It's coming because the way this thing is going, it's like literally the last time you saw me, I was in a completely different space. And it's not like it's been that long. No, but you made a lot happen in a short time. That's, that's the way it works though. It's because it doesn't take that long. It's how long it takes you to actually start Yeah, Because I feel like I've been doing respiratory eight years and I'm not saying I felt stagnant. I've done supervising, like charging and everything. And then went back and did traveling and then did PRN. So I've done pretty much all the things that I would feel like are... Oh, I, I accomplished something yeah. and in the period of six months. <laughs> so I've built a business and I hired my first employee. <laughs> like it, that is amazing. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Cause like, I don't really take time to be like where I'm at now and just look at it. Cause I'm always like, all right, Lord, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. And it's important to slow down and look at the evidence, look at the, facts of today and yesterday because you start getting ahead of yourself and you start missing out on all those blessings that he's actually bringing to life for you yeah oh i love talking to you now you guys see why i had to have her on the podcast <laughs> i don't even know that you know the utter impact that that just small conversation had on my life. i just don't even oh my gosh i just like stand you i can't even help it <laughs> so how about we did talk about surrender. How do you feel you get to that point? Or do you keep doing it every day? Or like, how do you feel like you got to that point when you first took that like leap? Just over time, growing in my own faith. It's been a long time. It's been almost 20 years that I've been practicing my faith. And I don't think I ever really even thought about the idea of surrendering until just a few short years ago. This is pretty new to me. But now I understand that it's, it's God's will. Because I didn't read the Bible. All, so oh, all those God. years that I'm referring to, I showed up at church on Sundays okay. and, and I prayed. But that mm -hmm. was the extent. And yeah. I didn't start reading the Bible until maybe like four or five years ago. And so from then to now, once you know God's word, once you start to really read and understand mm -hmm. his word, then you can start applying it, right? It, yes. And so we learn that in order to have this blessed, fulfilled, purposeful life, it has to be his way. Right. So I learned, I probably really put this into practice during 2021 when I knew things were out of my control. I didn't have full control of where my life was going. And so actually, now that I'm thinking about it, there was a personal situation with my husband that happened in 2018. So maybe even a few years back, I had to give up full surrender on mm -hmm. him. He actually fell into drug addiction and I had no clue. And it was just like this big, gigantic nightmare, nightmare. in my family's life. And so 
and I completely grieved, thought I'd lost him forever. And yeah. so I just had to surrender. And that that's when it started, mm-hmm. the act of surrendering. Thank God everything's fine and it worked out and it's good today. But yeah, continuing with that that practice of daily surrender. Like we don't have control of any day. Wow. I mean, we have we have so much control. We have free will, we make our decisions, but when we're doing our best. And then, you know, there's some, some situation that's just out of our control. We just, yeah, we release it to him. He knows all he's in control of all, and he's, he's working it all for good. So we just trust him. So yeah, daily, daily act. And it's, it's been a practice. It's definitely a practice. And someone like me, who's a perfectionist, has control issues, Mm -hmm. has a history of being manipulative to get her way. Oh, (laughs) and real deep. Okay. Like we were talking about how as perfectionists, as people who are like kind of codependent in relationships, like you tend to manipulate things to make it like your way. And so we're unpacking a lot of things. Wow. Yeah. That I didn't realize it's all because of pride. So we're actually in pride. There's things that I didn't even know were pride. And for me to even admit to you that I've been manipulative is a growth. So yeah, Barb, I'm really (laughs) packing here all the girls are like you are wrecking us and I'm like necessary <laughs> like we're gonna have better relationships and relationships and other people this year so we're gonna start out strong I love it oh my god but once you get close to him like you said and apply he starts showing you things about you he does all right where do we go from here right right because and then the other thing to ask the word that I ask is just help me to see what I can't see we're limited in what we can imagine we're limited in what we can see we're too close to ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, a lot of times there's things that we just are unable to see. And so it has to come from him. Yes. Letting go of control is, is, I still, I'm not going to say, oh, I've overcome that. Yeah, no. But that's definitely a daily thing is like, this is literally out of your control. And that's when the peace comes. It does. Oh my gosh. Real and accessible. And it's like, if everything's on your mind all the time to try to fix it, because only you can fix everything, right? Um, Of course, we never had peace. (laughs) Yeah. I cannot tell you how far I've come. Like, I was the most emotionally reactive person 10 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Feisty, just (laughs) bad nature, just moody, negative. What? All those things. So zen. I am now, though. It's the truth. (laughs) It's how I feel. Like, from the inside out, that's the work that God's done in me. So, yes, it's true. We do get peace. Wow. True peace. I, in my 20s, very emotionally reactive. Like, and now it's like everything slowed down. How you said slow down. God's been telling me to slow down, like, in every area of my life. Receive what happened. If it's bothering you, pray about it. If it's something for you to worry about, then I'll tell you what the steps are to take. Well, then, just give it to me. Yeah. That's it. That's and all he wants. That's all I had to do this whole time is just let you handle everything. What right. are you doing for the past exactly. 10 years of my life? Being so much harder than they had to be on my We side. all do. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for your grace and mercy because your daughter, Mickey, really needs it. But let's close with your advice to some of my girls trying to find themselves in like the direction where God is taking them, whether it's a complete career change or trying to heal from you know things that cause these control issues and not being able to surrender or even in using their gifts what you got for us because I need it too 
yeah. I love speaking to all women, but I have daughters of 25 and 20, 20. And you have 20 year old children. You are literally beautiful. Oh, <laughs> not so that your children are that old. Uh, I know the oldest one is making me feel old. I'm like, slow down, girl. She's going to be 26 in a couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. So she's getting married, but you know, I'm always as a mother, like covering them in prayer and praying for their guidance and clarity for their path. Cause they're not where they maybe want to be or will. They're still young. That's a younger age group. But I didn't learn to start seeking God's guidance until later in my li in life. And so what I would say is just you have to be so persistent with God, almost like to the level of being a pest, because yeah. he wants us to turn to him for all of our needs, but he wants us to depend on him. So it's really common for so many women. I don't know about men. I can't speak for men, but for women <laughs> to feel like this kind of lost or unsure of next steps or what God's purpose or plan for us is. I think that's really common. And the best advice that I could give is to like get in the word and stay in the word and stay in prayer. Just stay connected to God every single day. Surrender to him and just be relentless in surrendering to his will for your life and yeah. it will work out that is it's simple advice but i've seen it happen in my life yes unbelievable it's just like when you when you know whose you are you know who you are he makes your identity really clear he's never out to confuse us whenever we're facing confusion that's the enemy mm -hmm. the enemy wants to confuse us and to cast doubt and fear. And so any of those negative things, they're not coming from God. And so you have to be able to, to be aware of when those thoughts and feelings and things creep into your spirit, because if you're not careful to get rid of them and to replace them with God's word and God's truth, then that's what takes over. That's what yeah. consumes you. And that's what wins. And so just stay close to God and stay persistent. The, the people who ultimately are successful are the people who don't give up. They're the people who yep. stay at it. They won't quit. Because trust me, even now I have days of, with my podcast, it's not reaching 20,000 people a day. Why don't you know what I mean? thousand views, Barb. I have a problem with this. It's work <laughs> to plan and prepare a podcast, right? Yeah. Like you cut aside that time, you put in the work and the preparation and you do it and you're doing, I'm sure it's the same for you. It's, it was spirit led. It's something you felt like you had to put together for the sake of others. And you're passionate about it. This is coming from your heart. So you love it. Yes. But then it gets discouraging sometimes when those numbers are low and you're like, dang, dang. Yeah. Like, okay, God, I put your hand on it. Like this is your, you want me to do it? I even had a talk with God. I get feisty with him sometimes oh, me too. too. Me too. Yeah. So recently when I went to Atlanta, actually, I had that long flight to just think, and I was on break for my podcast. And I just was thinking with my work piling up and the podcast was every week and it was just getting a lot. And so I just prayed and I just told him like, okay, I'm at a point now where it's getting annoying. Like I'm having to almost think up content. And so I was just like, if you want it to happen, you got to make it happen within me. You got to inspire me. You got to like give me that focus and dedication. So what came to me, what was revealed was just scale back. So now I'm doing a podcast every other week instead of every week. And it's perfect. It's so perfect because I don't believe I'm supposed to quit yeah. at all. So even if it's reaching and touching 
one or two people. That's one or two songs. That's, mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, and everything m- multiplies. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. As you were talking, that parable about when he, the man went at like midnight to ask his friend for bread. And he's like, it's late at night. Like, I'm asleep. Like, I'm not getting up to help you. But because of his persistence, he opened the door to him and fed him. Jesus told it. But it came to me because you were saying like being persistent in prayer because like I'm just asking, I'm just asking. And you even said it earlier when you were saying you were asking him your direction as to where you should go. And it, it's true. Persistent prayer. It says it all throughout the Bible to be persistent. You will ask and it will be given unto you and then seek and you will find and knock and the door will be open. Like he tells us constantly, like, just keep asking. Like, it, right. it's, just keep asking. I'm here. And he will give you that confirmation and clarity throughout to hold you off as well. Oh, yeah. And you have to be firm and confident in what you're asking for. You can't, you can't wonder ask it. You can't, you know, there's a difference. (laughs) There is. I mean, come on. You got to come correct. Yes. Yes. (laughs) With faith in hand. You do. Yeah. He wants you to believe in his ability to come through because he's God. Like, it's kind of like an insult if you don't. So you're right. One of my favorite verses that he showed me this past year was Hebrews 11 and 6, I think it is. First of all, it's like, without faith, it's impossible to please God. But then it says, those that come to God must first believe he exists. So it's like, God, yeah, I believe you exist. But he was like, and? I'm like, and what? It says, and that he's a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up earnestly, and continuously seek him. Yeah, my problem wasn't the continuously seeking him. My problem was believing that he was a rewarder of, of those who earnestly sought him. Oh my gosh, there's so much. My word for the year is prosperity. So oh. there, and I don't just think in financial terms, but I think of in all terms, in my health, in my yes. relationships, and and in my finances. There's a whole bunch of scripture on that part of it too. He definitely, he definitely is so excited to bless us in so many ways. When he knows he has us, when he has our whole heart, yeah. he blesses us in so many ways. I think there's so much power in expecting him to move. Like, okay, God, I'm praying this prayer in faith. I believe you can do it, but I'm expecting to see tangibly something. It shows me that you heard this prayer. Like, and I just started doing this in January and I'm not going to lie. It's absolutely works you're expecting him to move and so he's like all right you do have the faith sincere faith he's gonna sh- he's gonna show you it's just been it's been a year and it's oh. literally february so that's right <laughs> we're just beginning the year but it feels like i've done so much just in the short period of time but i love your story i love your progress i love what you're doing because what you're doing is what i aspire to do in the aspect of like okay god moved you to a place you feel called to it and it also requires him. Yeah. You stay close to him because you're reaching people. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to be. Well, you already are there. You are. I mean, you have the community. You have all the things. You have your podcast. You have that communion with your girls. You already have it. Now it's just a matter of God putting you 100% there. So that you can, yeah. Yeah. Create this- that space. So yes, please pray for your sister, please. Oh, I'm praying for you. Yeah, I need all the help I can get in this moment because I'm like, hopefully next time we talk, because every time I talk to you, something great happens. So (laughs) hopefully next time we talk, I'm going to be like, Barb, guess Guess what? what? (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear.
I'm expecting that. But thank you so, so much for giving us your wisdom, your knowledge, your advice, sharing your relationship with him, with us. It means so much to me. And I thank you for supporting me as well, listening to my podcast and looking at my book, like just the little things, like it just means so much to me. So, Oh, yeah. Well, you're just as much of a blessing to me and I can't wait to have you on my podcast. So we're doing, we're we're tag teaming here. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh my God, I can't wait. But thank you, Barb. You're so welcome.